Hi everyone, welcome once again to the 24-bit channel and this is the first uh, recording we're doing in a long while since our very first episode yeah. uh, at the start of the year. We've had several episodes in between where we featured some of our partners and other external guests to discuss some of the products that we obsess with. Our sponsors. And, yeah, and today, <laughs> today we are gathered here to speak uh, particularly about one product category that we are all obsessed with, which we cover almost on a daily basis. That is smartphones and to help me unpack smartphones as we know them in this day and age and particularly in the topic that we're going to introduce shortly uh, with me is dixonotianotechish.com and i'm nick Anali from tech trends i'm chenzi manuel and at kenya.com is where i apply my trade and we're going to talk about smartphones and not just any other smartphones um the smartphones that you can buy if you listen to some of the guests that we've hosted uh, recently, we talked with Charles of uh, Samsung Mobile Kenya. Uh, and the primary reason we were talking to him was because they were launching the Galaxy S22 series. It's yeah. now out for pre-order and officially goes on sale in the country next week. We are recording this uh, episode on Saturday 5th. So the following week is when the S22 goes up on sale. But unless you have at least 100,000 shillings somewhere, mm-hmm. the S22 is not for you. So what's for you? That would be probably a mid-range smartphone. So we are here to talk about mid-range smartphones. We plan to be doing this at least once every quarter because we always have new additions, we always have exits and many changes, price drops, uh, killer discounts and all those things happening. So our interest is in, um, in addition to some of the blog posts, right? like Dixon does quite a number of what you can buy under 10k, yeah. 20k, every once in a while. We can also just have a casual chat about them in a setup like this. So first things first, um, a mid-range smartphones, budget smartphones. Kwanza squeeze mid-range in Asia wapi? Yeah. Okay, uh, so <laughs> let, let the question be, uh, what is your understanding of a mid-range A smartphone? mid-range phone. Yeah. Initially I thought mid-range is above 25K yeah. to 40K. But nowadays, uh, with the confidence of what Kama Techno, mm to sell a 50k phone confidence your oppo to sell a 60k oppo and vivo to sell yeah. a 60k phone mm-hmm. i feel like mid-range goes all the way to 60 nowadays yeah. just below 60 from 20 from 25 to 60 is mid-range by company standards not by consumer standards mm-hmm. yeah but i think i think mid-range are supposed to be phones you know uh, just below flagship yeah, below, below flagship which yeah. actually you know the common one which is able to afford mm-hmm. so if i price you know my phone for example at 60 g's that's quite expensive. Yeah, I mean, is it really a mid-range, is mm-hmm. it? But when you remember flagship is a hundred thousand. Yeah. Chance, what do you think, mid-range? Um, there are two ways to look at it. Mm-hmm. One, from the company's point of view. Mm-hmm. Two, from the customer's point of view. Mm-hmm. From the company's point of view, it depends on the product band. What, mm-hmm. what do they have? So let's pick Samsung, for instance. Mm-hmm. We do have entry-level devices. They do have very high-end devices. Mm-hmm. So something that comes in between uh, is likely to be classed as mid-range, mm-hmm. at least by them. From the side of the customer, mm-hmm. mid-range will be what they can afford. afford. Yeah, yeah, the entire band of what they can afford. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's start point is, say, a 6,000 shilling uh, Android Go smartphone, mm-hmm. then their mid-range will likely be somewhere between 10 and 20. Yeah. And then when you're asking them for anything more than 30k, that's a very that's super a, expensive yeah. phone. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, 
so there's no one size fits all and i came to that understanding a very long while ago it's one of those discussions i have with strangers on the internet that mm-hmm. that never ends because you'll find this $600 smartphone that has launched in the west mm-hmm. and the people who follow right and do similar things from there all yeah. over the internet gushing this mm-hmm. is the mid-range phone you should buy and i'm like yo do you know that thing is almost 70k yeah. in kenya yeah 70k is by no means mid-range, mid-range. 70k is as premium and high end as mm-hmm. anything gets here but on the other end you have brands that are applying slowly a one size fits all mm-hmm. so you'll find the global pricing of something that in the company's product portfolio is considered mm-hmm. mid-range mm-hmm. comes to kenya at a price that is considered mid-range, mid-range. Yeah. But because of the in overall income status uh, of our country and its inhabitants mm-hmm. there's yes. no way that pricing is mid-range here mm-hmm. we have good examples the new vivo phone is the vivo v23 5g yes yeah. that's a 60k price tag right mm-hmm. and previously our favorite was the operator 6 5g yes started mm-hmm. at 60k, 60K. And before that we I, I think we did talk about it on this podcast. Oh yes, yes. The yes, Techno yes. Phantom X. X. Mm. Yeah, so 50K. the Phantom became a sub brand mm. and flagship sub brand. Yeah, flagship <laughs> sub brand and now we had the Phantom X mm-hmm. uh, going for that much. Mm. Now in Techno's books in their flagship sub brands books mm. um the Phantom X is a flagship at 50k at 50k mm. so which makes it very affordable now when it goes to the west the markets they're targeting and the budget parts, other parts of asia they hadn't branched out to its cluster sub budget mm-hmm. ranger mm. because over there the idea of a uh, flagship is something in the region of 1200 dollars mm. so you see the disconnect yeah mm. but those are the three phones we have seen that have just broken everything in our local understanding mm-hmm. of mid-range yeah mm-hmm. so as the, have things changed uh, no yes that. to some extent because think of it there was a time prices of phones were just yeah. dipping especially good affordable phones then after lockdown uh, issues with the chipset and stuff you can see even a new iteration of a phone is more expensive than the previous one mm-hmm. for example the my good example is the infinix note series yeah. The Note 7, then the Note 8, then the Note 10, then the Note 11. The price has been going up quite steadily with almost the same specs. Yes, they've bettered the RAM, they're using the fastest RAM, they're using UFS storage and all that. But you can tell there's an increase in price, whereas before there wasn't a significant increase in price with models. Mm-hmm. So I think, yes, prices of phones have been going up significantly, especially in the last two years. It's nothing to do particularly with... The companies themselves i think it's just the market itself right now and i think it, it might stabilize in the future where we'll see mid-range being something different in a few years yeah, but, but you know am i right to attribute this to for example the competition because yeah. you saw for example uh you know uh, when infinite came with you know some pretty good devices mm-hmm. then pricing them at Uh, you know uh, you know the mid range the mid range you know uh, then we saw you know samsung come with the a series mm-hmm. uh, samsung destroyed the market with the a series yeah, A-series, yeah. and now realme came again with you know some pretty good devices mm-hmm. and you look at those price i mean the way they're pricing their devices is like almost you know Compa- yeah, yeah i don't know if i'm preempting this but look at the new realme 9i and the Xiaomi Redmi Note 11 series yeah. the Redmi Note 11s and the realme 9i are the same phone spec by spec the same specs uh, the same storage same ram same uh, battery and everything and you're getting them at the same price mm-hmm. so 
yes competition is bringing uh, the difference in pricing so but again am i right to also say you know i think uh, mid range devices are just you know budget phones with you know a little bit you know higher specs and you really can get things like fingerprint scanners dolby speakers and all that i don't know i will say a mid range device right now is very i don't know how to put it it's something just below flagship but also affordable yeah and Qualcomm and uh, MediaTek are making very nice processors for mid-range devices mm-hmm. such that Atokiangalia the benchmarks they are benchmarking quite well yeah. the performance is really good the battery life is really good you remember the time when a budget phone had a 12 uh, not even a 12 nanometer 24 28 nanometer processor nowadays you get a budget phone with a 6 nanometer processor or a 12 nanometer processor yeah. mm-hmm. and that's better for efficiency that's better for performance and that's also better for battery life so looking at i i don't want to make the discussion sound like we are comparing flagships with mid range but sometimes you are getting better value for money with a mid range device than yeah, a flagship yeah true uh, mm-hmm. for example the a70 series a71 a72 yeah uh, from from samsung mm-hmm. yeah uh, so where will the a72 be is it mid range still mm-hmm. samsung classifies it as mid range in kenya it's 70k, 70K. 60k mm. so for many people they'll be like that's a very high end yeah, phone that's... yeah it's mid range high end <laughs> <laughs> now now that we've, we've we've done what i think is probably a good job uh, trying to define what mid range is at least in the kenyan context mm. now what is mid range what is budget is a mid range phones budget phones a budget phones mid range phones i think there are three tiers budget mid range flagship mm-hmm. i think i think for me budget phones they have the how do i call it let me call them you know the bare essentials not fancy you know and all that but again for the mid range so they have the budget features you know but again as i said more advanced yeah so you get to enjoy some features for example like you know fingerprint scanners which you can't get on a on a budget phone mm-hmm. though i think i've seen some budget phones coming with nowadays budget phones yeah. all, uh-huh. mm-hmm. so i think that's just the main the main difference but actually the main difference is actually the pricing where you know this company is price the devices i think budget uh, i think i'll i'll reiterate on the what i was saying three main tiers so budget mid-range and flagship and i think it depends with uh consumer purchasing power so if you have if your purchasing power is uh, better your budget phones will be more expensive than somebody with lower purchasing power so for example a Kenyan will say my budget phone is something between 5k to yeah. 15k that's good budget and a mid-range phone is 20k to 40k then a flagship phone is 40k to 70k i think that's what some people will choose it as someone will say a budget phone for me is 20k to 30k a mid-range phone for me is 40k to 60k and the flagship is 70 to 100 mm-hmm. yeah so budget uh but we can dis- we can agree that for us or for our segment or for how we cover devices budget is something around 10k to 20k yeah yeah so budget uh, you know basic tire uh, mid range decent tire <laughs> 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 yeah uh, mm, my view is slightly different mm-hmm. i look at entry level mid range mm-hmm. high end mm-hmm. 
and at times high end means flagship, flagship level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but not always because like uh, Samsung's flagship for this year is the S22. Mm-hmm. We'll still get some foldables yep. mm-hmm. which will be we'll nicer, really uh, better looking, mm-hmm. more features and all, but they still won't be what Samsung beats as, as their, their flagship. flagship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, and then our usually group it is entry level and mid range the whole budget. Wow. Oh. <laughs> 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 But that can be misleading mm. and it can be sensible at the same time. Mm. Misleading in the sense that how is the S72 budget? Yeah, I mean at mm. 70, yeah. 70 years, eh? mm. And mm. sensible in the sense that uh, somebody is just trying to save a coin and getting the Galaxy A22 and somebody else who's getting the Safari Neon Kika 5 same was up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Different, yeah, they're in they're different, different bands yeah. the motive is the same mm-hmm. so that's still a budget now why will the S72 be a budget phone why will the uh, Reno 65G be a budget phone mm-hmm. well the Reno 65G is not uh, Oppo's flagship uh, yeah. flagship or high end phone for instance mm. so it's in the mid range mm. so it's budget at least according to Oppo. Mm-hmm. Why will the 72 be budget? Well, whoever is buying it is probably chipping and chipping out on getting the Galaxy S series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, they're saving some coins mm-hmm. by going with the Galaxy S series. Mm-hmm. That's budget. Because the high-end phones, the flagship phones, the premium phones, top of the range phones, mm-hmm. those are almost luxury level. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Uh, luxury means you're still getting the same base that phone can still call mm-hmm. that phone can still send text that phone can still get you on twitter to abuse strangers <laughs> all good mm-hmm. same thing that a 5k phone will do right mm-hmm. yeah but why are you paying 100k more for it uh, gives you status gives you class yes. um gives you all the very color correct Magnificent. displays you know some yeah. some some tiny very niche things that only a very certain subset of users mm-hmm. would care about for people like the ones discussing uh, uh, on this podcast there are some technical reasons why they get a hundred k phone for a lot of the general population class and status is why they get a hundred k phone it's why there's this nonsense online of the iphone, iPhone being superior <laughs> being superior to everything else yet it's a mass market product they're like what two billion iphones out there yeah there's nothing unique with you having an iphone really nothing unique We just happen to be in a poor country where only certain people uh, have as much disposable income for them to get iPhones. Mm-hmm. And, and a certain group of people, uh, since they need to belong, uh, bend over all the way to get <laughs> uh, 30k iPhones that are sold as the grandmother don't have. Mm-hmm. See? Oh, good. That's, that's really the case. And we also case. don't have device yeah. financing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we've actually uh, discussed device pi- yeah. financing in a, yeah. in a previous uh, episode, episode of this yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that very high end, other than status and class mm-hmm. and a few technical reasons, pretty much you don't need a 100k phone. I mean, I think we've said this as much on this podcast. But then, Mazoya and Atabu, when you talk to me Galaxy Notes, that S22 Ultra is very enticing. Mm-hmm. You'll go get it if you have the money yeah. and you want to look at the price. But a phone that goes for half the price will do probably as much. A phone that costs a third the price will do as much. Mm-hmm. A phone that costs a tiny fraction of what that costs will get all the basic functions covered, even though some functionality want to be replicated but hey you'll still be able to move around mm-hmm. um that's how you look at it. so as a result you'll have entry level 
mid-range class standard budget kule mm. high end they get to stay top of the world yeah but i mean i mean i mean i mean that said what is the best price to price mid-range smartphone um, 50 40? i think right now it's so hard to say because take for example the techno phantom x which you already talked about it comes with the Helio G95 processor mm-hmm. at 50k at the same time a galaxy note uh, not a galaxy as uh infinix note mm-hmm. uh launched the se- in the same period came with a Helio G95 yeah. at 22k so it's so hard to get a good price for a phone right now it mostly depends with the user mm-hmm. if you can check on the specs of the phone and you know what you'll be using mostly will you be running high end apps yeah. or will you be running games and all that you check the processor how it benchmarks and you choose a phone that suits you regardless of the pricing yeah because sometimes you find the same for example look at the Note 11 Infinix Note 11 akinimonge Infinix sana <laughs> it comes with 8 gigs of ram mm. 128 gigs of storage it's LDDPR whatever 5x the fastest ram and the UFS 2.2 storage that's the same storage and ram on the S21 FE mm. mm-hmm. yes what the difference now it's on the processor but if you use the same the two phones for example chenze you've used the S21 FE and you've used the Galaxy Note 11 uh, yeah. the Samsung uh what? the Infinix Note 11 yes 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 for your normal daily use will you say one is better than the other mm-hmm. why because the performance is almost equal yeah, yeah. the battery life is almost the same So I don't think Canali kuna a better of pricing midrange or a right way of pricing devices right now it's more of can, what can you sell better mm-hmm. Samsung sells their name best Samsung doesn't sell specs best <laughs> yeah. they sell their name best they sell their which is very good updates they're now promising up to 5 years of updates and even Google is not offering that long of updates yeah with their pixel line so Right now I think the major thing to look at is what you get the uh, value add over time. For example, will your phone be updated over time? Uh, how fast will it be updated? How well are the specs from what you get out of the box and all that. Mm-hmm. But but the tricky thing is, you know, everything especially regarding updates. Mm-hmm. You've seen Samsung doing the same. I think the only people who fail in comes to update is uh, expansion and okay. <laughs> devices, yeah. I don't know how Vivo is doing with updates now that they're in the market to stay. Yeah. But Samsung is killing it with updates. Yeah. Yeah. Techno promised to send out Android 12 last year October yeah, or November to the Common 17. Yeah, yeah, see it. I still yeah, I I actually do have almost all the variations they mm-hmm. offered for that series. And you are here to see I'm that. Yet to see that yeah. Uh I don't know about uh Oppo sends out updates to their high-end phones yeah. like their mid-range phones in this market they're high-end but outside their high their mid-range I think the Oppo A series receives updates on time sure. yeah but Techno Infinix ah no Xiaomi is doing a very weird game nowadays so instead of updating the Android version they're updating MIUI oh, yeah. so you have a phone running Android 10 but you MIUI 12 mm-hmm. Or me i13 but it's still android 10 it's not so strange actually mm. they've been doing this for a while and mm. uh, it's just that given the nature of our market where they don't have an official presence they do work through a distributor mm-hmm. for the longest time we've been getting the latest phones they have so that means we get to see much 
extended support and we've mm. not had a big user base of their older devices getting the same but if you're to observe global trends mm. they do that and I actually like that they do that you know it's a good way because what usually happens is they ensure uniformity across the entire brands offerings mm. so you'll find you're having my UI 12 but your phone is running Android 11. Mm-hmm. Um what that means is somebody else who's going to buy a phone running Android 12 and it's on my UI 12 We'll get we'll almost get similar experience. features yeah. as the one you're getting. The ones you'll miss out on are the features, the new features they've built on the newer version of Android, mm-hmm. which needs that uh, newer base and kernel and all those kinds of things. But for most features that people care about, Utapata, you still get this. You still get the same. It's a much better way of working. And also, uh, it works around hardware limitations. Newer versions of Android, some of them, especially like two versions later, will we'll, uh, struggle uh, on the system resources available on older devices mm-hmm. but the maker goes around them by doing that like they'll make something that still works with your device but with all the bells and we almost all the bells and whistles of the new thing it's a better approach one that I'd wish everyone else takes for the users not so keen about specifics they'll be happy they just got a shiny new update mm-hmm. For those of us who are still uh, keen about specifics, of course, we'll come here and grumble about not getting the latest uh, version the of latest Android. And all. But yeah, it's a halfway house. And before Google happened, Huawei was doing very well with, with mid-rangers, right? I But think so. Doing very well with Especially the Y-series. Yeah, the Y-series. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. I remember, for the longest time, the Y9 Prime? Yes. 2019? Yes. Was our favorite phone. Exactly. Yeah. Let's think of that way somewhere uh, else. Yeah. <laughs> and and that phone is the one that makes me have faith that one day we'll still have somebody who makes a sub 25,000 shilling yeah. phone. Very that we nice can day. recommend mm. to everyone. Mm. Um for a while that phone was the Galaxy A20 and mm. the yeah, the, there was a Y series Huawei that that came before the Y9 Prime. Yeah. It was Y7 Prime and Y8. No, not Y8, Y7. There was a Y6 pair. There was just a Y series. The one that started at 2499. Y9 It was the end of a certain year and then the following year they reflect. That one and the first Galaxy A20. Yes, the first Galaxy yeah, A20 yeah. was perfect. Perfect. USB-C, uh, AMOLED display, AMOLED display, Qualcomm processor. Yeah. Uh. And it was just 18K. Mm. And it, it looks so good. Nice. Yeah, everything. Um that the is review of that. For I think me, the Huawei 6P. I'm not sure. No. Yeah, no, no, no. 6P is recent. Yeah, it's recent after the Trump chaos. That for me is the dream. The, for me, a mid-ranger should not exceed 30,000 shillings. Mm-hmm. The sweet spot is 25,000 shillings or less. Which is uh, the place where the transition brands have been operating for a while. But yes. the problem with that is uh, you really don't get the ideal. That's why our mm. favorites have been other yeah. devices. Mm. You'll find some corners cut, yes. things you don't like. Mm. And there's this lamination of the display that they do. I can't mm. wait for the day they stop it. I want mm. the display integrated with the device, the device. not laminated on yeah. top like it can fall out. Mm. That kind of thing. I, okay, uh, that is me being petty. I know many people don't <laughs> care about those. But yeah. there, is, there is that bit. Other than the transition brands, everyone else has struggled with that. We've had some solids from the Huawei series. Yeah. The Galaxy series with the 20, but now with the very many variants, RAM configuration. Because if there's one place Samsung doesn't do well, it's um, wa- wa- ku- kazi mm. yeah. na storage, storage. option. Mm. Like at this point, 
uh, we really need everyone to just be giving out 120 GB. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As standard. As standard. Anything, anything oh, yeah. above 20 something. Yeah. 120. Yeah. 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 120 GB. But you'll find somebody still manages to squeeze in a 64 GB. 32 GB, like 32 GB phones at this point surely don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not even up for argument. And 6 GB RAM should be standard. Yeah. 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 And we are being, we are trying to be generous here. We should be doing 8 GB yeah. right now. It's you, 20, 25 and 7. When you're talking very nice offerings at that price, remember the Note 10 Pro from Redmi. Oh yeah. You remember the Redmi Note 10 Pro and the Redmi Note 10. Mm-hmm. Those were solid, especially the Note 10 Pro if you could get the 6128 instead of the 8128 or the 664 at around 27, 26. Mm-hmm. Very nice. And I think the Redmi Note 11 series this year is trying to do the same. Uh I'm yet to use the Note 11s, but yeah. Those are solid offerings at nice prices. The problem yeah. is I don't know how to put it but Xiaomi doesn't just stick it kabisa with a device. For example, the Note 10 Pro is really good at 33K. Perfect performance, perfect everything. But you remember the bugs we experienced yeah. uh, with calls and all that, yeah. But uh one thing, I mean just just spoke extensively about, you know, what Tension is doing. Mm-hmm. And now we've seen you know Xiaomi really coming up with some interesting devices. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think Tension has become so comfortable? Mm-hmm. I don't know no. because they raised so much money yeah. I expected mm-hmm. they overhauled their UI you remember yeah. now iOS and XOS looks like new UI to some extent you swipe this side to access mm-hmm. settings this side to access notifications looks weird but I expected something better I expected an overhaul of the design yeah. of like the OS to something that looks much better I didn't see that I expected better updates like faster unajom kirais 400 million you expect yeah. Yeah? I expected faster updates i didn't see that i expected uh, better flagship features mm-hmm. like push to flagship for example the zero x pro you used it yeah. it's a really 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 nice device india mm-hmm. but why aren't you using it completely after review the ui must the ui and lack of updates sometimes sometimes the adverts anyway uh, yeah but i will really recommend the x pro if someone is comfortable with an infix phone yeah. Yeah, yeah but i mean compare that would you choose buying you know what transition is offering for example and and techno or an infix you know one of those them are, are uh, particular device uh-huh. yeah for example with uh, the zero i mean the zero 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 x pro mm-hmm. yeah with one of these devices xiaomi is offering is it would you which one would you now pick? you see the problem i will choose a xiaomi hapo ivo yeah uh, why The UI sometimes I feel is just way better on Xiaomi than on Infinix. Yeah. Uh, especially the text. Uh, <laughs> now now that you guys have gotten there my next ask was going to be what are some of the devices you can recommend to people who are listening to this podcast at this time. Mm-hmm. This is uh, we're aging towards the end of the first quarter of the year. Mm-hmm. But before I go to that mm-hmm. what are some of the things we've highlighted them mm-hmm. but not in any specific order we uh-huh. talked about the UIs We've talked about all the integrities okay about what are some of the things anyone who's listening to this and is out for mid ranger should look for in a mid range platform then before you get to specifics my first thing will be honestly 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 fast charging me say stacky simenya fast charge i don't know about you canali i think the same way fast stacky simenya fast charge i think i think uh, um it was the Uh, Oppo ni tuaribu eh Oppo Oppo, <laughs> eh, Oppo Reno 5 Oppo Reno 6 yes. and then I got to use this mm-hmm. the Xiaomi 11T Pro yeah. mm-hmm. this thing charges in 15 minutes 0 to 
honestly sitaki kitu yenye na charge pole pole anymore mm. that's why the s21 fe is still in the draw after i reviewed it i haven't published my review but yeah after i reviewed it draw because the charges so slowly there is no charge in the box yeah. mm-hmm. so fast charging yes, for fast charging i think for me you know what you said here you know 32 gb phones are mm-hmm, mm-hmm. me unless you're offering me 8 gb and, and 128 and mm-hmm. above yeah and above mm. I think 6128 is also yeah, good. Yeah, 6128 is it's good. Like any four size is not so good, I don't know. Nope. Uh, four. four is not four. good. Uh, <laughs> no. So if you're getting There's a device don't get a 4GB RAM device. <laughs> 2017 phone I recently gave away to the mid-range. I remember uh-huh. the Xiaomi Mi 2. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 2017 or 2018. The 100 101. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, either 2017 or 2018 there uh-huh. I bought it. Uh-huh. Uh, for 26,500 shillings from Avechi. Mhm. Uh-huh. See, that's our definition of midranger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That phone came with 8 GB RAM, 128 GB storage. Mm-hmm. For five years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the excuse for anyone releasing a phone, a phone today uh, with uh, with 4 GB RAM really mm-hmm. and it's a midranger no had the crap. Yeah. That's out. <laughs> um no one is interested in refresh rates. Ah, mm, well, to be honest, I feel like 90 hertz is already yeah, good. so if you're getting that it's okay. I don't see the difference a lot. And that especially if it's ui that's not well uh done for example 90 hertz on a infinix or 120 hertz on an infinix you still get some lag sometimes yeah. some apps don't operate in the full 90 hertz for example swiping home swiping through settings sometimes is a unaona ni kama hapa niko 60 so the ui is not well tuned to support the display refresh rate and i, and I think you know and i think in one of the episodes we did we spoke mm-hmm. about this like how we can even tell the difference between you know 90 mm-hmm. and one which device was that i can't really remember mm-hmm. yeah. and even you know as Tenzi said earlier unless it's you know for example over sitting here we're so keen about something for example look at don't care about when scrolling, <laughs> when scrolling on an ipad pro yeah. and you're reading text that 120 hertz feel feels really smooth yeah. but look at 120 hertz on a budget Same 25k 26k phone mm-hmm. sometimes the ui just doesn't match the refresh rate i don't know how to explain that to someone so if you can get 90 hertz it's okay yeah. it's not a must to be honest because when you'll be watching content on that phone you'll be watching it in the refresh rate of the video mm-hmm. when you'll be scrolling like unless you're a gamer and you really need it i don't think it's a big thing and i also believe every phone that's coming out has higher than 60 hertz nowadays so and the battery size as well i think um I which believe, i think i believe on, almost every phone has 4500 and above nowadays yeah. apart from the vivo which is a special case. i i know i, mean, I know samsung always fails are so much when it comes to the battery yep with their flagships with their flagships their mid range i think they have 5000 4500 yeah oh fast charging means it comes with a charger in the box chain <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a mid-range. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, another question. Updates? Yes. Yeah. Updates mm-hmm. are important. Very important. <laughs> I don't know about you Chenze, Nick, updates are important. Mm-hmm. Very important. Mm-hmm. How you have a lot of phones Chenze, do you want in a while open a laugh check which one has updates? Mm-hmm. Yes, you're staring at the Oppo A93 there. The uh-huh. last time I Wait, I, I looked at phone. it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the last time uh, I looked at it when I was disposing of the Xiaomi Mi 2 because mm-hmm. now it's it's it stands in its place. Mm-hmm. Um I got a Kalaos update and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, nice." Mm-hmm. So this is what she will stay really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when the A93 came, it was the best budget phone. Yeah. At that time. I uh, one could buy mm. that is still supported to date. Same mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's nice. So that's 
for me i think it's it's a nice bonus and it's why i'd pick certain brands with a certain reputation yeah. over other brands with another certain uh, reputation and samsung has done it so well with updates mwezi inaanza hivi february na ingia hivi march na ingia hivi and the security patch is there mm-hmm. i i have never seen like a, consi- a consistent brand cover the monthly security patches for example take a look at your transient phones in fix or techno you'll find the last security patch is august last year november last year so updates are important una feel to nika phone yako inakuwa cared for if you are updating it every other what about what about the skin when we've seen uh, um oh the skins on top of android yes like you see you see like even companies like samsung you know coming there with their own but then they stock android for which one would you there was a time stock android sounded good but nowadays uh, <laughs> i don't know about you guys Mm-hmm. The time kulikuwa na hype nataka stock android stock android but the people in this room are no longer sold on the a big bad um, grandiose idea of stock android no, I don't know anyone else with <laughs> 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 anyway. stock android sounded good but nowadays most UIs iko na google apple yeah. stock android swipe to access the google cards dash sendio most zinatumia the default google apps mm-hmm. messenger phone dialer sendio yeah so Stock Android no longer makes sense per se because one, once I'm home, my Google apps, uh, my Google Draw is here, mm-hmm. my message and my phone dialer are all Google, so it's okay. Yeah. And, and you know how this market is, especially uh, well, I mean, basically I'm talking about a camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, camera, mm-hmm. camera is a big thing a big for, deal for most people. Uh, really. uh, because you've seen some, someone ask you i want to buy phone but nataka ni kona camera mzuri actually that's what most of them always and it tells you uh-huh. where like the kenyan market is focusing is focusing on. on like what consumers really want someone most of them really won't care about that you nataka is ji stock android ama nini true stock android is the cry of a few <laughs> and, and those few are probably some of the people who listen to this podcast so i know they'll be happy now but is a damn so uh, next thing <laughs> Oh, I don't think nowadays is it still a big thing to consider the megapixel size and in I don't think uh, anymore. Never was it mm-hmm. never will be. But mm-hmm. it's a big marketing point. So you'll mm-hmm. see it on billboards everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't think I look at the cameras nowadays. Do you, you I feel like we we've gotten to a level where at a certain price point no matter the camera yeah. they'll perform the same. Sindio at a certain price point no matter the price the, uh, no matter the camera they'll perform the same for example i feel like most phones above 30k to 60k have sort of the same camera experience with the main lens the extra lenses are a waste of time most cameras at a certain price point for example 30 to 60k have the same selfie cameras some will add a very big uh, megapixel count to their front camera but it doesn't change the quality of the photos taken so I believe if you're buying a budget phone uh between 10k and 30, 25k yes the 10 to 20k will have like poor cameras mm-hmm. but the above ones will have like better uh. um my my thinking is as far as mid rangers go um I know I don't get to interact with every mid range device out there but the few that I get to use uh for me the camera is not a breaker they're also good I'm also the worst mm-hmm. person to talk about cameras because you don't take a lot of photos. 
um, well, that's subjective. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I'm really not into the tiniest of details when it comes to optics. And how I usually look at these devices, a lot of them are just fine. Uh, just turn off your beauty mod filters and you're good. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. The device is good to use. I think everyone puts their best foot forward when it comes to cameras. Because for almost everyone who's going out to pick uh, a device in this range, the camera has to be good. Mm-hmm. And everyone has tried their best. For, I can't remember the last time I picked up a mid-range smartphone with a terrible camera. Mm-hmm. I really can't. Yeah. They've been good, really. So if you are really going to nitpick, you just need to do that nitpick. So you'll go look at this if the portrait mode impresses you. Or some uh, usually don't do a good job of giving people the manual mode yeah. that some might want. So you can play around those things. My favorite pet peeve is if you have a 50 megapixel camera like the Realme phone we are all reviewing right now, yeah. you hide that option. Somebody has to go an extra layer for them to be able the to enable. Uh, so things like those. But really, are those deal breakers? I don't think so. Now, we've talked about software updates. The other thing is the user interfaces. Do they matter to you? Very important. Very important for me. And I think the same and, thing uh, is about, you know, attraction devices. Mm. I mean, at the end of the day, as much as my phone has a good battery life, good cameras, like what... My experience right? with it. Yeah, I mean, good. My, experience, my experience really matters. Yeah. Mm. You get ads parking in the middle of something. You know, it's, it's quite annoying it's at times. It's not just ads, it's also just how the icons look, yeah, yeah, the yeah. arrangement. Uh, I love MIUI because it gives me so much, uh, how do I put it? Yeah, Customization yeah. options. Not because yes. it's your UI. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why, because it's are UI. that's why updates are very important. Because you yeah, push them, because, you become... Because uh, MIUI allows me to change so much how the battery looks, uh, what, where the time, where the clock is placed, how notifications appear, yeah. how I access notifications, so much uh, customizability and in a very nice way. UI also allows me to shut off ads. For yeah. example, under settings, personalizations, I can shut them off. So when an app is being installed, I don't get to see an ad. The ads that appear in settings are all blocked. Sometimes I don't feel the same, especially look at uh, the apps that uh, Transition is uh, bundling on your phone, Cindy with XOS and iOS. Mm-hmm. So many are not, uh, you're not able to install, uninstall. For example, with the Ella on iOS, yeah. they are smart, whatever, assistant. You cannot disable it. When you go under settings, the permissions it has been given, you cannot disable those permissions. Some include calls, messages, and all that. They bundle in apps like Scooper News, mm-hmm. immediately you connect your phone to the internet, your notification chat is full of unnecessary stuff yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so that experience makes you feel like i will rather use something different so yes the ui matters the funny thing is i've gone to a study group of people with higher s and xos and they really love, they love the UI. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes chance now uh, let's get to specifics uh, at this point in time what specific mid-range phones can you recommend to people if you have a list one two three okay if you're looking for a, a high-end budget phone, not high-end budget, high-end. <laughs> what, what is that you're supposed to be? If you're looking for a flagship, but at a budget, the 11T Pro from Xiaomi yes. is the best phone to go for. It has the Snapdragon 888 processor, 8 gigs of fast storage, a uh, fast RAM, 8, uh, 128 gigs of fast storage, and it's 50K. 59k 50. Yeah, it's 50K actually. If you get, if you don't get the 256 version, yeah, it's 50K. So for that price, it's better than most offerings at that price point, including Oppo, 
Reno, Vivo and all that because it's ha- having a better processor, better storage and uh, it has the fastest fast charging I've ever used on a phone. 15 minutes, 0 to 100. If you're looking for something less than that, I would say the Note 11 Pro from uh, Xiaomi at 30K because it's really good. Uh, if you're looking for something cheaper than that, I would say the Techno Camon 18, the baseline. You remember it? Uh, for around 18K, it's really good. But at the same price, the, the Redmi Note 10, the baseline, which is also really good at 18K. Yeah. Mm. And Ali? For me, I'll go with a. I love the F52 from Samsung. I haven't used it at all. I love the F52. I think I've recommended so many that one to so many people. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, you spoke about the Camon 18. Uh, when you, if you want to go lower, if you have 18, you know, 20K to spend, uh, there is um, there's also the F52S. So we've just recommended two phones. Yes. <laughs> F2S, uh, and of course, um, I haven't used, but it looks good on paper, uh, the Note 11, the Xiaomi, the new the Xiaomi. Xiaomi. Yes. I would also recommend the Infix Note 11, if you don't mind the UI. The Note 11 Pro. For 27K, that phone is a killer cho- choice, honestly. Yeah. AGB RAM of the fastest RAM, uh, 128GB storage of the fastest storage, mm-hmm. Uh, the Helio G96 processor, which is used on phones up to 60K, so really good, yeah. But even the Note 11, I mean, the Note 10 Pro mm-hmm. from, from Xiaomi, it's quite uh, good. Uh, other, yes. you know, the, the, the problem we had last time, yes. but it's but quite interesting. Most device. of them have been fixed, yeah. Chen yeah. yeah. I honestly don't know what I want and what I can recommend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, at this point, I have no favorite. I'm waiting for Oppo to update the Reno 6 5G. Yeah, and give us better pricing because this phone's pricing uh, pricing was trash. It wasn't worth 60k at all. Nakama, your 60k ilikwani sawa we your 5G. I've never used 5G yeah. on this phone. And you're saying that while you uh, uh, please tell people you really love that phone. Yeah. The pricing is bad, <laughs> but you really, really, really yeah. love no, that the phone, phone is perfect. Uh-huh. Um, perfect is a high price to use, but mm-hmm. it's what I'd use to describe it. Mm-hmm. The only bad thing about this phone is the pricing. Mm-hmm. Everything it's, else, it's, everything it's, else it's good. It's a main phone. Yeah, it's been my main oh, phone forever yeah, since it uh, came out. Mm. It remains to date. I'm reviewing two other phones right now. The Vivo V10 5G and the Realme 9i. 9i. And I'm still keeping this. That's just how good it is. Like, uh, I've been going out and about. I prefer taking photos on the Vivo V10 I like the camera there. But this is what I come back home to. It's dated, so the two are incomparable, mm. except the starting price, which is crazy. Mm. But it's everything. So if Oppo made the same phone, and stuck with the pricing of the previous Reno series, mm. like the Reno 3, the yeah. Reno 4, the Reno 5, because Nach is up for 42k. Put it there. Uh, I wouldn't ever look at another phone until it was it gets updated. updated. Yeah, for me, that's my favorite mid-ranger in the definitions I gave at the start of this project. Oh, okay. And have yeah. you experienced any new problem with the battery when you uh, when the new update came came the other day? Nope, no, neither did I. Why am I experiencing the same? I, I saw um, your tweets. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, but usually, this used to be the case uh, many years ago when Android was in its infancy and mid-age crisis. It's no longer the case today. Uh, when you get uh, a version update, you'd just factory reset, yeah, start on a clean uh, slate, yeah, so that everything goes constant. Uh, recently, the devices I've used, I've never had a reason to do that. But it's usually recommended when you're getting a bad experience. A bad user experience, yes, but an easy way to reset things, just factory reset, start afresh. Ah, okay. Yeah, to time to... Like in the talk, 
Kalos looks really good. Yes, Kalos <laughs> is fantastic. Um, yes, it is. Because the time Kalos was the worst thing that had happened to Android, but right now Kalos is really fantastic. Good. I am mix me get nightmares uh, visualizing going back to my UI or um, <laughs> XUI, XOS, XOS, iOS, <laughs> and 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 iOS. Uh. Yeah. Kalos is good. Well you, done. Yeah. Mm. Do you remember these guys used to rip off the iPhone? Yeah. They used to ship Kalos as uh. something that's an Android equivalent of the iPhone. Then they went to their own way and it's and it looks so good. Nice. In fact, yeah. you don't even real, you don't get obsessed with the UI mm. because everything is fine mm. until we are discussing like this is when you realize they need to appreciate it. Yes. Yeah. Kalos mm. is so good. Maybe we, we and you don't need that tutorial to know how to change your wallpaper. Yeah or find them person <laughs> I mean <laughs> maybe maybe uh, before we go to the next discussion the Realme GT Master 5G I've made some pretty good reviews about that device and um, is it available locally nope the it's first a good one phone was the first the gen was yes. uh, was made available yeah but the one so the second one has just been announced yeah, yeah. so it's it coming yeah. uh, but they said but it's so expensive yeah and they mm. said they'll be making them available mm. question though no one has recommended a one plus one what plus is mid-range in the west i have a friend with the one plus nod mm. nod ce nod what mm. uh they're boring uh from my perspective you, so they're just oppos with yeah, Oppo uh, the series uh, ones, right? uh, the Oppo yeah. series so just get the Oppo series uh, yeah no. and why would you get a one plus where would you go service it huh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, your warranty you turns up to Masimo Dubai. No, no, Alfarami, I turned up with myself. Anyway, um that has been a great discussion. Thank you for sharing all your views and thoughts on what it is we have with between smartphones, budget smartphones. Uh if you're listening to this podcast or whatever platform you're using to do so, we urge you to subscribe so that you can get to hear more from us when we do sit down and record and when we do talk to various other partners. Most importantly, we would like to hear what your comments are on the same. What do you regard as a mid-range smartphone? What is a mid-range phone to you? What is a budget phone to you? Uh, what does it look like? What does it have? And currently, what's your favorite mid-range smartphone? What's your favorite budget smartphone? If you are looking for one and you are confused too, you can shoot questions to us yeah. on social media and on our various platforms. Thank you for listening in. I'm Chenza Emmanuel. Nick Sonatiano. And I'm Nick Tanali. See you next time. Hey, Ree.